Towards the far post, Riften, Anton! Barisha, Diamante! Durante with a free header! And the honour of Western United's first A-League goal goes to a familiar face. Bessart, Barisha! It's Connor Payne on the left. Alessandro Diamante, the ball on a string. And... Oh, Diamante! The Western service crew are celebrating. And welcome back to All Out West for another special off-the-pitch interview. And this week we have Dylan Wenzel-Halls with 52 A-League appearances, which is now 53 because he played last night. 16 goals. The 24-year-old comes our way via Brisbane Raw. How's it going, mate? Yeah, no, good. Thank you for having me. Yeah, we're pretty thrilled to have you on. So we're gonna, we like to start off with one that's not on the sheet. That's a little bit of a hard one. And I think I know the answer to this already. And... Uh, where are you at on this one today, Palmy or Palmer? Palmy, for sure. When I come to Melbourne, um, I went to, to dinner with my cousins. I said, "I'll get a Palmy, please." And they sort of they looked at me like I was a um, like looked at me a bit confused and said, "Mate, it's Palmer down here." So um, I still say Palmy. It's okay. We we still love you, man. Uh, you <laughs> do you when asking for measurements of beer? It's like schooner, pint. It's like it's yeah. It makes it makes pubs in Australia the weirdest thing ever. Yeah, it's confusing. Um, um, so just quickly, if you can give us a quick background on your footballing story, where it all started and how you got here. Yeah. So I, um, I started off with Ipswich Knights, um, where I grew up, played maybe a year or two there. Um, then I went to a, a club called Lions, which is a pretty, pretty big club in, in Queensland. Um, still is. Um, and then from there went to, uh, a Greek club, uh, Brisbane Olympic played there for two, two seasons and then went to the Brisbane Royal Youth Team. Mm-hmm. Um, I was there for maybe... 12 months to, to 18 months and got released, got told obviously there's players ahead of me um, and that's um, it's probably best that I, you know, drop back down to the NPL. So being released from there was, was difficult and I thought, you know, maybe that was my chance gone at a pro level because you see a lot of players that progress through the academies and they don't often come through the NPL. Nowadays it's a bit different. You see NPL players come through the system, but back then it wasn't as, as common. So I went to, back in Ipswich, um, Western Pride, uh, uh, you know, the local NPL team where I was from and, um, had a really good setup there and, you know, knew a lot of the boys anyway from obviously growing up playing football in that area. So, um, you know, went there, did really well and then fortunately got my chance back in the A-League um, through the Brisbane Raw and spent um, a couple of seasons there and um, now I've joined the Green and Black and um, I'm loving it. Awesome. Um, and what was it initially that drew you to come into a club like Western United? I think the biggest thing is um, obviously, like I've, I've said before, you know, they've always shown constant interest um, in me, and I think um, the the biggest thing for me was you know how ambitious the club was. It was a new club, you know, not much of a background, and I thought you know what what better club to be a part of and, and try and create success with and and be a part of that success. And um, you know it's been good so far. You know I'm really enjoying it. Uh, Melbourne's an awesome place to to live, and um, you know we've got a really solid team, and obviously with um, Aloisi and Foxy, they've um, they've set us up really well, and um, you know we're in a good spot at the moment. Awesome. You said Aloisi and Foxy. Um, who do you reckon you'd be most, you were most excited to um, to start working with around the club? Um, I think just the club in general. Obviously, you know, when I signed, um, it was just, just exciting to have a new change, you know, come to a club where I was, um, you know, fresh start and, and really just, just crack on with all the, all the boys, I think. Um, but yeah, obviously then obviously John signed as head coach and I'd worked with him before at Brisbane. So it was, you know, nice to see a familiar face. And then a couple of weeks later, Jamie Young signed. So, um, you know, it was always nice to have, you know, a couple of familiar faces that I, 
that I'd known, you know, sort of well. And obviously um, the boys that I didn't know well, um, you know, have really accepted me and welcomed me into the team. And, you know, it's been a really good transition. Awesome. Who would you say is the most fun person in the squad? It's hard to say. We've got, there's, a, there's a couple of big characters, but I think um, Lockie Way, obviously, you know, he loves the sound of his own voice. He doesn't <laughs> shut up. So it's um, he's, he's always good value in the change room, you know, making everyone laugh. He's a bit of a jokester. Um, but uh, Scotty, Scotty's good value too. But I think there's a, um, you know, the dark horse would be Topple Stanley. He's loved by everyone. He's a um, he's the funniest guy. He's, he's nothing to what I expected he'd be like. I thought he'd be, you know, 37, bit older, older head, mature and a bit boring to be fair. But no, nah, he's good value. He, he acts like he's 22. Well, he certainly played like it last night. Um, being a pacey young striker, the fans were quite excited with your signing, especially in contrast to the striker we, strikes we had in the past. What has your ex uh, experience with the Western fans been like thus far? No, it's been good. Um, obviously, when I came, you know, I got a lot of nice messages from them and even, you know, after the game, speaking to them, I think, um, you know, they're a really welcoming, you know, bunch of fans, but but also they're, they're passionate, they're supportive and, you know, they're at every game and, and, and it's 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 awesome for us players to, to play in front of, you know, I know it's obviously not too many as in, you know, we're, we're still building a fan base and, and an identity, but, you know, the fans that we do have are, are fantastic and, um, you know, I've loved every minute of playing for them, scoring goals for them, but also, you know, getting to know them on and off the pitch, It's it's been good. Speaking of scoring goals for us, what about that really nice purple patch of game, uh, goals you got this season? What was your your mentality like going through that? No, it was good. Obviously, um, you know, there's no there's no doubt in my mind that I can score goals. You know, I've done that no matter where I've sort of played. I've, I've picked up goals. But um, I think to get your first goal for your new club where you've just signed, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a big thing to get that monkey off the back for, you know, for a, a player's point of, spec, uh, point of view for the, for the fans, you know, you've got your players around you that, you know, think, you know, to score and, you know, get that monkey off the back is just massive, I think. And yeah, look, it was nice to pop up with two important goals, I think, early on, you know, especially, you know, at times when we needed those goals. Um, and, you know, with, uh, you know, with some, with some game time, I, I know I can score those goals again. Sick. What is it, do you feel you bring to the team? Like, I think... Yeah, well, I, I think I can I can score goals. I can bring goals, but I think someone that's just energetic, lively, you know, a willing runner who'll make forward runs, running behind, and and you know, someone that would just create half a yard and, and get shots away. You know, I'm a, I'm a striker. I love shooting, so you know, whenever I get that half a yard, I'll always be trying to you know get a strike away. But um, you know, very different to sort of Alex as well. You know, Alex is big. Alex holds up a ball, and he's he's very good at it. And he's a he's a poacher. So I think. Um, me and him, you know, obviously very different strikers and, you know, I sort of offer the, the runs in behind and the pace that he doesn't. But, you know, obviously he offers the coming to feet and target man that I don't. So I think it's, um, you know, a good balance of, of attacking options up there at the moment. Yeah. Um, what have you been working on for most of the season, like game-wise? Obviously there's a new club, new players, uh, old coach. But, um, you know, you've got players there, like you mentioned, Priyavik, um, who definitely has a lot of experience. What do you reckon you've, uh, say, improved on the most since joining the club or, or even learnt since joining the club? I think the biggest thing that I've been working on is, you know, my runs as a, as a centre forward. I think, you know, at Brisbane, I, uh, I played out wide as a winger. I played as a sort of inverted winger as like a number 10 and a striker. And I sort of had, you know, free reign to, to roam and sort of, you know, pick up the ball in areas wherever I sort of wanted. So to come to a club where we're very structured, very organised, and I think we have a really clear identity of, 
each and every you know individual's role. So you know, for me, knowing my role as the striker and knowing the runs that I need to make as a centre forward, um, obviously to score, but also to create space for other players. I think that was the biggest thing. Um, whereas you know, like I said, at times I picked the ball up in, in wherever wherever I sort of felt I could get on the ball, whether that was deep or, or high. Whereas here I've got a clear structure of you know the four runs I need to make and making runs where I can sort of you know similar to the goal I scored against Melbourne City, making runs where I can finish first time and and, and get shots away early. Awesome. A um, bit more of a personal question, but what do you do outside the pitch? Are you, are you a non-stop football person? Does that not leave your mind, or do you have any hobbies that you just can't get away from? No, it's um, it's hard to, to get football out of my mind. I think um, when I'm at home, I'm always thinking about football, always thinking about how I can improve and, and whatnot. But, I, I mean, I do study accounting on the side, so that's nice to, um, you know, get away from football, although it's difficult. I, I'm always seeing myself watching football, playing football, talking football. So, um, yeah, it's very difficult to get away from that. But in my downtime, yeah, accounting, um, you know, I've got a beautiful partner down here, like my dog. So we're always just walking the dog or, or just exploring Melbourne as well. I mean, it's such a different city to what, you know, we we came from in Brisbane. So it's a, it's a nice change and we like to get to get out there and, you know, get to, to know Melbourne. What kind of dog is it? I've got a dash out, a little sausage dog. Oh, sick. Yeah, it's, it's cute, but um, some of the boys give me a bit of stick, you know, they've got big dogs, uh, big Labradors and big, you know, um, you know, right. know Cravoodles and stuff like that, so they give me a bit of stick. Uh, they're just, comp <laughs> just compensating, I reckon, Dylan. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> uh, I think, I, what, uh, what's a bit like being an athlete um, during the COVID era and, like, moving to another city being Melbourne? Yeah, it was difficult, obviously, during COVID last, you know, I mean, when we went into the hub, we had a, what was it, a two-month break, you know, from football. So it was real difficult to, to sort of keep fit whilst not knowing what the future even looked like. You know, you're sort of keeping fit, but you're like, what am I keeping fit for? Because you didn't know when we were starting, how long it was going to be, where we were going to, you know, finish the season. But but even, you know, last year and, and, and even this year to an extent, you know, the constant breaks you have because of COVID cases or or lockdowns and stuff like that. I've always been difficult, I suppose, but, um, you know, it's something that you just have to, you know, stay strong through and, and you know, much like the rest of the, the, you know, everyone else in the world, you know, just get on with it, I suppose. And if you miss seven days because you have it or you're, you're a close contact, I suppose, do all you can to sort of keep fit um, at home whilst, you know, not breaking the, the protocol. And then, um, but yeah, it's it's been it's been difficult and challenging like, you know, every other job in the world. But Moving to Melbourne was tough, obviously trying to find a you know a place to live without inspecting it from a different state, you know, it was obviously really difficult as well. And then coming to a state and, you know, being in lockdown straight away, you know, whilst my family and friends in Queensland were sort of free, you know, everyone I spoke to said, Why would you come to Melbourne for? It's the worst place for COVID, you're you're mad. But um it's it no, nah, it's been really good though. So we've um, we've enjoyed Melbourne and you know, it's good that we're we're free from COVID now and we can just crack on. Not free so from it, but it's it's better. Yeah. Um, what has your, been your career highlight thus far? Um, I think career highlight, obviously, being dropped from the Brisbane Royal Youth Team to go into the NPL, it's, like I said, it's a difficult time and not knowing what you're, you know, if you're going to get your chance at the professional level, knowing there's only, you know, what, 10 teams at the time and not many players from the NPL get back into the A-League. So I think just having that sort of setback and, and making a choice to either, you know, I had a decision to make, throw it in and, you know, just be content playing NPL or, or work my socks off and, and, you know, make them, you know, teams in the A-League not have a choice but to give me a crack. And 
I think for me that was a you know a massive highlight in my career because you know it's it's not the easiest way and not the easiest sort of um, progression to the A League that you know other players have. You know they grow up and in the youth team and, and sort of just progress through the youth team, but have those difficulties and come come back from that. I think something that I'm you know very proud of myself for. Nice. Uh, we've lost Jay, and he did have the next question, but we'll keep going. Um, how have you seen your career progression? And I'll follow that up with, uh, what are your over like long term goals for your football career? Um, long term goals, obviously. I think like every young Australian, you'd like to play, you know, abroad or play in Europe and play in, in Asia and, and just test yourself at the highest level that you possibly can. Um, but I think the biggest thing is for me is just to play week in week out you know, play as many minutes as I can and just contribute, score goals, assist goals and be influential uh, on the football pitch, I suppose. And I think if I do that, then I'll give myself every chance. But um, I'm just, you know, really focused on, you know, playing minutes for, for Western United, scoring goals and, and just being influential and contributing to, you know, overall, you know, success for the team. Okay, it's still only me and you, so I'll keep going. Um, now, here's a bit of a fun one. Do you like FIFA or PEZ? Nah, FIFA for sure. Pez is, in my opinion, Pez is rubbish. Always FIFA. Nah, I completely understand. Now, what did you think of your 64 overall in uh, FIFA 22? I thought that was, yeah, pretty happy with that, I think. I think I, I went up a couple of rankings. I think I got silver as well. Was I silver? Am I silver? I, 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 I didn't say ultimate team. I just play the, like, career yeah, mode. I think on the ultimate team, I got a, I got a silver card. So I think that's very generous. So I was, uh, I was buzzing with that. That's sick ass. I, yeah, I... Not into the the ultimate team. It just seems like a money laundering deal, but uh, yeah, uh, like, it's like gambling to me. But um, now here's here's one that I wrote that Jay was going to say, and this is a this is a, a bit of a a question from the year of your birth, as to kind of put like mess you up a little bit. Can you name one of the highest goal scorers in the Premier League in the year of your birth, nineteen ninety seven? Ninety seven. Like to make I'm it difficult. Who was playing back then? Thierry Henry was he playing then? Uh, I, no, I, mean, no. I was I like, Jay's a bit of a Premier League buff, so he would have really got into that. Yeah. I would have accepted Joe and Dublin, Michael Owen, or Chris Sutton. They both, all three had 18 wow. goals. Although um, the last two, Owen and Sutton, did have only two of those from Pens. So I'd probably consider them a bit more. Michael Owen, I liked him. He's a good player. Yeah. I like watching him play. Now, Here's a bit of a, a different question. I'm putting a bit of an and say, what would you like to see from us fans over the next season, for the rest of the season? Um, I think just keep turning out numbers like you guys have been doing, you know, the more support, the merrier. And, you know, we as players really appreciate, obviously, you guys coming down and, you know, giving up your Saturdays or Sundays and, and coming down and supporting us. I think, you know, it means the world for us. And, you know, the, the bigger the crowd, obviously, the better for us and the better atmosphere for the fans in general. So I think just more of the same and, get behind us because we do really appreciate it. And um, it's always good playing in front of you guys and playing for you guys. Nice. Now, a lot of athletes have, and high-level performers, whether it be musicians, athletes, whatever, have pre-game rituals. And I know Lockie Wales, like Sage, um, to Sage's boots, has gone, Jay. Um, do you have any pre-game rituals? I do. Um, I think my biggest ritual would have to be um, I listen to the same – two songs before I play um, mm. and I always during the day I always watch you know YouTube I watch a little bit of you know Suarez Aguero Rooney those sorts of players and just sort of 
just get my eye in for, for football, I suppose, and just watch those guys play. It's always good to see them score goals. And then before I play, sometimes um, I, I always do it. You know, some of the boys might give me stick for it. They don't know. But I usually just watch some of my own my own goals. Just, you know, reminds me of what I can do and the sort of the sort of areas that I can find myself in. So, I mean, I did that in, my old, in the MPL and some of the boys looked at me like, you know, I looked at me funny and gave me a bit of stick for it, but I like to look at my goals and just watch a couple of them and just remind myself what I can do and how I can be influential and how I can score goals. And then I, I listen to my my uh, my two songs. So I listen to I Believe I Can Fly. I don't know why I listen to that, but um, it just seems to motivate me. And then I listen to, right before I go out, I listen to um, The Logical Song by Scooter. It's a bit of, bit of a techno, you know. Yeah, so I listen to that. Um, I think... I listened to that at, at, when I had success in the NPL and we listened to that before we walked out every game and we had a good season and I had a good season, so I've sort of just stuck to that. I think it's my, my lucky song. I respect that. On that song, oh, I'm sorry, on that subject, um, we've had the debate going on at the club for a while about a walkout song. We've landed temporarily on Sweet Caroline, but we're not sure where to go from there. What would you personally recommend for a walkout song? What would G? What do you reckon would G? Not just you, but all the boys up the most. Um, I don't know. It's hard to say. I think I, I I've always liked the old walkout song. Uh, is it Fat Boy Slim? So like, I'm trying. I don't know. Right, right here, right you now. You know the song I'm talking about. You'll know the song I'm talking about. Um, uh, you'll know the song. Right here, right now. Right yeah. here, right now. Yeah. I think that would be a good walkout song. Um, and I also, for me, I like anything old school. So I think, yeah, I don't know, Drops of Jupiter or um, something like that, I reckon would be pretty cool. <laughs> awesome. well, I definitely think Fatboy Slim right here, right now, you know, it's got a, it's got a vibe about it. I think that would be um, a good walkout song. 100% agree there. Do you want to take the next couple, Jay? Yeah, what, sorry, oh, you'll just have to quickly catch me up. Um, oh, Rob's so, got the last one. Pardon? Rob's the last one. Oh, okay, beautiful. Uh, now, we can't wait to see you in action against your old club on Saturday. Um, do you have anything to pass on to the fans, not just our fans, but their fans as well? No, not at all. I think, um, obviously, it's always nice playing against your old club and, and playing against familiar faces and, you know, obviously having a chat to them after the game and, and catching up with, you know, old friends. But, you know, whilst you're on the pitch, I think for me, the most important thing is for us to get the three points. Um, obviously, come on, try my best to, to influence the game. Like I said earlier, contribute to goals, assists. And, and, and I think the main thing is for us is just to get the three points and, um, you know, keep our season, you know, firing. Awesome. And just on the subject of your old club, there was one player you could bring over from Brisbane to Western United. Who would it be? Um, one player to bring over. To be fair, I don't know probably Jamie Young, and he's coming. He's he's, yeah. he's followed suit. I think um, he's been fantastic this year and made some phenomenal saves as you saw last night. So probably him in a, in a performance point of view. Yeah, uh, we love Jamie. Well, we love Jamie Young. Obviously, we're a pro Ryan Scott um, podcast as well. We love Scotty here, but Scotty's unbelievable. He's He's yeah. such a good goalkeeper. He's such a good guy. And, um, you know, he's going to, obviously, he already is a very good goalkeeper, but he's going to continue to be a very good goalkeeper. He's he's phenomenal. Yeah, awesome. Um, I think that pretty much does us, Wallace, unless you have anything else you wanted to add on. Um, no, that's everything. We've run through the whole question uh, list. We, 
thank you for coming on today. Uh, we really appreciate it. And, um, yeah, good luck on Saturday. Can't wait to see the boys in action again. And, yeah, thanks again, man. Thank you so much for having me. Obviously, I really appreciate it. And I appreciate you guys, obviously, believing in us and, and supporting us week in, week out. Obviously, it means a lot to us. And we, we thank you for that. And we hope to bring you uh, success in the future. Thanks, man. Yeah. Thanks, mate. Can't, we'll see you at uh, oh, Tassie. No, probably um, Ballarat. In Ballarat. Ballarat. Ballarat the week yeah. after. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. See you there. Have a good one, Thanks, mate. Legends. Thank you. You too. Bye.